Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Just me over here jamming in the background. There's a little tunes, getting a little hyped up for the show here today. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good to see you guys all out there. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. Uh, we got a great guest, a great man, and somebody who uh, feels like the need to spread some love around. So we're going we're gonna to have him spread some love around in our chat here today, and, and hopefully you guys will return it. Robert Beatles in the house here today. I'm literally looking forward to hanging out with him. Got my bro Joe in the house. One thing, one quick thing, guys. A quick show today. Only an hour show. We're, we might try to fit in a couple of your calls uh, after the bottom of the hour. Um, if you guys want to hop in there, just a quick question for Robert about this, the topic of the day, which is crypto. And the stuff like that. Hey, what's up, Rise of Target? See you out there, bro. I still need to get with you. I'm, it's on my list, bro. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get with Rise of Tire and finish up our, our sponsorship deal for the next month. Uh, appreciate you guys very much. Um, uh, yeah, so Robert's here. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, yeah, this is our, our show today. I got a bug out. Uh, all of Joe's upgrades are at his house. So uh, we're missing one little small thing. It's just his keyboard. I finished up his computer last night. So thanks to all of you, including Robert, who's with us today, for helping Joe get his awesome upgrades going, which is pretty friggin' sweet, man. Uh, we He's got a nice system going into place, and it's going to enable us to have a backup system for live streaming so that either one of us that go do remotes We'll have somebody in a studio mode. So that is going to be a big addition to the show this summer as we get into the event season. Before I get into welcoming our guests in, I just got to do a quick business thing here. Check out uh, the Foxhole dot, dot app. The Foxhole dot app is where we are streaming right now. So are a bunch of other people, as you guys can see over here. Uh, it is awesome to see this thing take off. And without the help of our guest today, Robert, and many others, this is just not happening. So if you guys want to know... Uh, I'll give a little credit to somebody behind the scenes for helping us, uh, you know, support free speech. The man that's with us today, uh, not give him a thank you because he won't tell you, but I will. He deserves a big thank you and a hug from all of us for supporting free speech. Check out the website, uncensoredave.com. You can find the latest show content there, all the links for the show, where you can find us on the foxhole.app, CloudHub, uh, DLive, Tiger Network, and we're on YouTube today because I don't plan on saying too many F words. Uh, <laughs> so they won't kick me off. Uh, finally, how you can keep the lights on cash app, Patreon, PayPal, and just maybe a crypto wallet getting added to the, <laughs> to that idea here in the near future. So, uh, I got, I got to tell you guys kind of a story. Let me reset the screens here and get, get our brothers in here. Uh, so that I can show you guys, uh, tell you guys a little bit about my history with crypto. I had, a, I had the best chance in the world uh, about 2014, 
um, right, you know, way before all of this stuff was really even known about. I think it was maybe maybe even been 2013, Robert, uh, where I had a chance to become involved, kind of like you did, and I and I uh, I was focused on politics and our country and you know serving our country, and I did not even think about trying to make money. Man, am I missing out on that right now. Let me welcome my brother in, Bro Joe, Average Joe Patriots in the house, and we'll get Robert in here to say, say a little bit about, uh, th- those of you who don't know about him, find out more about him. Yeah, thanks for having me uh, again, brother. I appreciate it. This has been so much fun the last couple of weeks, man. Uh, we've just uh, kind of jumped off on this five-day-a-week uh, binge, I guess, if you want to call it, and it seems uh, seems to be going well. But uh, one of the things I had a hard time with is uh, my computer. And I like right now, I can't even open up Foxhole. It just it just won't run. Um, so with uh, Zoom going. So we had gone on the show uh, to uh, Red Pill and uh, and Methods Comfy Sunday. And um, all of a sudden we get off the show and Al says, hey, man, Robert Beatles, Crypto Beatles, just drop some money and that's going to get your computer. And I, just now talking about it is giving me the absolute chills. Uh, so in addition to Beatles and many others out there, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I have uh, everything documented. I have pictures. I'm going to do a little video just to kind of show you where I was and where I came uh, and where I'm going to be at, which I am so looking forward. But enough about me, guys. I am so excited to have Robert Crypto Beatles here. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, brother. Doing well, brother. Yeah, don't don't mention it. You know, all us uh, patriots have to support each other and I don't do it at all for the uh, the recognition. It's just on the download to get you up and keep you going, so that way <laughs> everybody can uh, have their voices heard. Right? Really Absolutely. appreciate it, man. It's I know yeah. you're you're the kind of guy who doesn't doesn't like to 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 be known on that front, and and um. So I, I apologize for putting you in that situation. However, comma from the bottom of our hearts, our hearts here from the Uncensored Abe channel, and now the Brothers Uncensored uh, show. We just, we just want to seriously thank you, man. I don't, I don't think very often you probably get to hear from people who really do appreciate everything you've done. And I want to hear, I want you to know from, uh, from us and from all of our fam here. Thank you. God bless you, brother. There are probably some out there that aren't too familiar with who the hell Crypto Beatles is. Tell us a little bit about, uh, your life after, you know, high school or what, uh, you know, how, what was your life like when you first started getting into the reality of the world we live in? And then what got you from there to, to getting involved in cryptocurrency? And th- I'm assuming that's the part where it started changing your world. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, hi to, I see a ton of fam in the, uh, in the foxhole chat, you know, love y'all. God bless you. Love you guys, man. God bless you both. I uh, appreciate everything, everything you guys are doing in the space as long as your service. That's huge. Um, I was supposed to go into the service, but that's a long, a long story. Long story won't go there. But uh, me, in a nutshell, um, I've been with my wife since we were 14 years old. Um, you know, went to high school together. We got uh, married with our first kid at 17. I had a background in construction and a background in software. So instead of going into the military, I uh, went into construction to take care of my family and uh, kind of support them. Then um, I guess after about three or four years, I got into it with the owner and the owner said, hey, look, if you can do a better job, go start your own company. So I did. And I built it into one of the the largest construction service companies in California. And then that allowed me to kind of go back and get into software. So that's kind of where some of my passion was at. And so we created a bunch of different products and applications for people like the post office and have partners and did creative products and stuff like the UFC and a bunch of stuff like that. And then around 2011, a guy named Max Kaiser, you might know him, he's uh, the guy that got me into into Bitcoin, into crypto. And that was uh, 
back in like February of uh, 2011, something like that. And so my family and friends, they knew that, um, you know, that I was in crypto. And once crypto started going crazy around 2017 or something like that, everybody was asking me, you know, the same questions over and over again. So um, for my family and friends, I created a video for them just to kind of walk them through the basics of it. And then I kind of took off and they just kept asking me about more and more things, different projects, you know, different ways to, to securely hold their crypto so it doesn't get stolen or lost. So what I ended up doing is with my partners, we ended up creating a Monarch wallet, which is a, a free decentralized wallet. So that way people could buy, send, store, sell, receive, swap crypto, keep an eye on their portfolio while they are the monarch of their money. Nobody else can can touch it, just them. It's a decentralized wallet. So we created that. Then we created Monarch Pay for businesses. And we've got a bunch of a bunch of releases coming out here pretty soon, some really exciting stuff that should take it from, you know, being pretty well known uh, in the crypto space to very, very well known in fintech. And so we're excited about that. I've invested in a, in a ton of different uh, projects. You know, like I'm a part owner of Gab, you know, as I guess everybody knows now I'm a part owner of uh, Foxhole and, and Pill.net. And I've invested in a lot of different companies that, um, you know, that are patriots that uh, embrace free, free speech because, uh, as we see, um, you know, we're, we're losing our country. <laughs> you know, it's on fire. You know, I got my shirt on and embrace the suck because it sucks right now. You know, we're finding out that we have selections instead of elections, which is great. People's eyes are being open to this stuff, but we're finding out the medical systems are corrupt. We're finding out that, you know, like everything, our education systems, our financial systems, it just our court systems, everything, everything, like 90%, you know, media, all that stuff is just corrupt. So yeah. I'm running around, you know, trying to put out, trying to help put out fires and run around band-aids and try to help, you know, patch, patch these things up. But I've been focused a lot on that as well as growing my other companies and just trying to do what I can, you know, cause uh, we're, we're definitely losing our country. And uh, one of my great uncles is, is Benjamin Franklin. So, you know, they gave us a Republic, you know, and see if we can keep it right. No kidding. You're, you're one of your great uncles is Ben Franklin. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. So how does, <laughs> how does the family stories <laughs> cool. come, come about that? You got any, you got anything on that front? That, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. I, I wish I could tell you a ton, but my dad, since he retired, he spends a ton of time on genealogy, right? So he, he goes back and, you know, traces our roots, you know, back to, to Kings and Queens, to Benjamin Franklin, to like Daniel Boone, to like Wyatt Earp, you know, to nice. presidents. It's crazy. So I'm like, well, I guess, I guess that's where I know where I get my, my fighting spirit. So we are the Kings. I, I keep telling people we are the Kings. <laughs> Joe and I come from Polish royalty. It, it, we, we are the Kings. All of us who are brought here in this country were brought with, with Royal blood in us. It's, it's not just, it's, it's every one of us. And if we understood how far that they have taken us down off of that, that mantle of, of the kings of our of our lives, um, man, it's a, there's a story there that really be told that hasn't been told. Uh, genealogy is only studied by the government. They 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 know more about who the hell I am than I do. Yeah, or or I guess uh, the Mormons, right? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they have the largest database, don't they? Right there in Utah. In no kidding, I didn't know that. That's interesting. It's something that we've had our, we've had a hard time looking into because you know we came here um, beginning of World War II. My my great grandmother. Um, and you know, early World War II, and and it's it's uh, you know, you don't we they changed our names. Our last names were were uh, Wojciechowski, and and because of the time uh, of the, that that she came here, Wojciechowski was a name that they, that they didn't want her to have. So you know, we that that's how we became Keelan. It's it's um, you know, eventually, you know, in general, that's the story. But it's it's interesting to see um the history of us. Um, when so when you first got into crypto, I I, I was studying. 
um, you know, with 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 the team trying to get information out there uh, about what was really happening in the world and creating like a database, a data trail of everything that was happening out there. I've told that story to those of you that have heard that. Um, during that time, I was so laser focused on that mission that all of the talk about Bitcoin and all of that stuff was really interesting for me. But it wasn't my focus of research, and I probably could be an, an expert on this stuff right now if I actually focused on it during that time. And I also had the opportunity to put a, you know, a couple thousand in, and I probably would be doing pretty good right now. How did you go from just the interest into crypto to doing, I'd say, pretty well with it? So when Max introduced it to pretty much, he started talking about it, I think, in 09, 10, something like that, when it finally got when he got around to me. And I've, I've met him a bunch of times, um, hung out with him, very eccentric, you know, cool dude. But the way uh, he was explaining it was that um, due to the financial collapse of 2008, it had to do with central banks, regular banks, big institutions, and how this, this magic money, this magic internet money could fix all that, could solve all that. And while I didn't believe that it would replace the dollar, I did love the technology and I loved the way that he explained it. And it just made a lot of sense that... Um, something like this could be of use in the future because it's it's basically the people's money of sorts. It's somewhat been, I, I guess, wrangled in from that, but it started off as the people's money. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, like backed by institutions and things like that. They weren't turning it into ETFs and, and all the stuff that we see today with all this institutional as well as retail, um, you know, I guess, uh, excitement around it. But just just the basics of it where you got a, this unknown person, Satoshi Nakamoto, or people, or a group of people, or maybe some kind of entity. We have no idea who it is. Back in October uh, 31st of 2008, dropped his white paper. And then January, I think, 4th of 2009, launched Bitcoin into the wild so people could start using it. And just how different it is from our existing financial system, it just made sense. And I knew that this would be you know, big in the future in some fashion, right? So maybe it would end up being um, you know, digital gold, maybe it ended up being used as money. But as it progressed, we saw it being le- used less and less as peer-to-peer digital cash, like Satoshi initially wanted, and it became more of a store of value. And then you see all these other projects start, you know, blossoming and coming out because of this incredible technology that adds real value to the world, that adds, you know, things to the financial system that weren't currently available. So it was all just really intriguing and exciting, especially from a software perspective and seeing how this stuff worked and um, how at the time it seemed very hard to control. So it's gotten easier in a little bit, but that's that's another story. Don't want to go too into, too into the weeds for everybody. So, so people, people are weird, right? People, people are, if you give them a dollar and, and say this is worth a hundred dollars, then they then they have something in their hand that is tangible and they and they can wrap their head around it even though the truth of what a dollar is is freaking worthless <laughs> it, it it is in the the mind of the beholder and it is manipulated um you know by, by a lot of world forces in, including uh the uh the petrodollar it's not really what people make it out to be but if you explain to them that it's not it's not an actual tangible asset they don't. They don't understand that. Do you agree with me that I'm saying the what I'm trying to say about the dollar is not actually a tangible asset, and how that clouds the mind of people trying to put um, a dollar into something that they can't hold or or realize the value of? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, the dollar is only worth something because the people say it is, right? As soon as the people lose 
I guess, hope or faith in the dollar or believe, or believe it's not worth what it is, that's when you see hyperinflation come and it turns into it's worth whatever it costs to print it, right? Um, with Bitcoin, it's it's simply just inputs and outputs. It's really not, it's not like a, you know, like a, like a, like a coin per se, you know, it's, it, it's just basically inputs and outputs that you see on a dashboard or some kind of device that um, shows basically just little tallies of what you have, whether it's a Satoshi, which is, 100 million Satoshis equal one Bitcoin. So that way, uh, the idea behind Bitcoin is there'll be 21 million one day, but that's still not enough for everybody in the world. But there are enough Satoshis for everybody in the world. And for Daddy Crab and for all the fam I see out there, um, you know, they're always hanging out on our our show. As you know, if you want a free book, uh, Bitcoin and blockchain booklet, everybody that wants to learn about crypto, it's free. We mail it to you. And we just threw the ebook up on the website. So you can actually start reading it today if you want. It's free. Uh, it's at CryptoBeatles.com. Just hit the email list. So for everybody trying to learn about crypto, it's 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 just like the appetizer to get you to understand the basics. But uh, Bitcoin, it's worth something because the people, you know, the people say it is, right? People start believing in it. You start getting, you saw some institutional, um, you know, excitement come into it with Sailor and Musk and, you know, other people that are coming in. You see the retail people start getting excited. They're they're using it as a, a store of value, as like digital gold, as like a stock per se, not not as a currency. So um, you're, you're seeing that explode and you're seeing the price show that because people are thinking it's worth something. Just like if our dollar, if people believe it's worth something because we have the greatest military in the world, it's worth something. If we didn't, we'd lose faith in it and become worthless. So kind of the same thing. It's pretty interesting. It's it's hard to wrap. I mean, even for me, dude, I I, st- I I love economics. I studied advanced economic theory, and I did very well at it. And I so I get it. I, it just comes natural to me. I don't have to really study it to understand it. But even for somebody like me, it's hard to wrap my head around turning. Let's say I took a thousand dollars of Biden's money, my own money that that Biden's given back to me, and I and I put that into a and I want to put that into just Bitcoin. How, how do I understand the tangible asset? of that and how can it be used does that make so, sense yeah yeah it's it's no different i mean essentially it's become like an apple stock right i mean you don't use this stuff to buy coffee or pizza anymore you're holding it hoping it appreciates in value so this is never financial advice crypto can go to zero tomorrow it could um, so i don't want to i'm not that guy that shills crypto <laughs> I'm, I'm always a guy that if you watch my first video it's the only one i've ever i've ever cussed at telling people how dangerous stuff could be and we <laughs> saw what happened i launched it on december 24th of 2017 and then by january bitcoin had just dumped and people were wrecked and i'm like that's why i made the video yeah but um it's very easy to get into bitcoin today um, like for instance with the monarch wallet you can download it it's free you can hit the little buy button then through our third party, you just fill out their little KYC, and it's a know your customer form. And then literally, you could start buying and selling cryptocurrency as soon as they approve you. So you can buy Bitcoin, you can sell Bitcoin, buy Ethereum, sell Ethereum. We have other options within the wallet. We try to create a very safe environment for people to where they're always the monarch. Okay, So, so they always control their money. And if they want to earn interest on their money, that feature is available. Um, you know, a decentralized exchange, all, all that kind of stuff is is in there. But what would you use the Bitcoin for? Most people use it. They it's called well, can you, before you move from that. Can, can you hold my hand for a second here? Sure. Not literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's the here's the app. And I and I basically downloaded it a half hour ago. And I so I that, just that created is, an account. 
that's that's not our app. That right there is for PC. It is just a cold storage, um, okay. you know, uh, wallet that that doesn't have any of the features whatsoever um, of of our actual mobile wallet. So you're a okay. you're a king or a queen of your own finances um, on the road, right? So it's 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 just for smartphones. That is just a, a storage mechanism for people that want to store uh, Ethereum based uh, tokens or Bitcoin. But the actual app is on the Apple Store and Android Store. Gotcha. Which I do have on my on my phone. I, I didn't realize that they were different. I'm glad you mentioned that. So very, very different. Yeah. I mean, so basically you can create a profile and, and basically you tran is you can transfer it direct from your bank or do you, do you have to use an online currency or an online yeah, transfer for it? Very, very different. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So at the top, you just hit buy or sell. And so you can use these different options. So you could use like uh, your credit card, you could use your checking account, you could use uh, you know, like uh, Apple Pay, things like that. So, and there's a new update coming out. Um, I believe that's the one I actually have on my phone. So it'll be out, uh, I think in the next few days with even more functionality and features. And, uh, and, it'll, and it's actually going to walk people through the steps a little bit easier because it is, it is set up a little bit for people that have a a basic understanding of cryptocurrency for people that are coming into the space that don't know anything about it. It's still a little complicated. So we're, we've put some, some steps in there to, to kind of hold their hand, so to speak, through some of the processes that should be live um, hopefully within the next four or five days as well. Well, it's really cool that you've made it simple and, and, and I really do want to get involved in, and, and, but you know, I think everybody needs to start with, Crypto 101 and your your first videos. You can find those on your website, right? That are those up on there or are those up on where can you find those? Um it's we have a, a YouTube channel that we created back in uh, December 24th, 2017. You know, we've done thousands of videos. I don't think we posted all of them. YouTube took down because before they went after Patriots, they went after the crypto community. Yeah, yeah. I so that's that. one of the things that happened in 2018 was they turned off all the on-ramps and off-ramps. To, to be able to purchase crypto and you saw the price plummet and then you saw regulation come into the space that wasn't currently there. And then they went after YouTube channels and my channel was taken down and they brought it back up and they took down a bunch of videos and we went from 250,000 family members down to like 109,000. So wow. YouTube is a, is a mess. And one of the reasons why, you know, I love Gab TV. I love, you know, pilled I love Foxhole because yeah. these are, this is the way of the future, not, not the way of censorship, but yeah, there's a, a ton of videos on the uh, YouTube channel there. And we're uh, putting, we're putting most of them. We're trying to get uh, Jason's been mirroring a lot of the videos on Gab TV, rumble and bit shoot. So they'll eventually they'll get down into the crypto stuff, but right now they're mostly focused around uh, patriotism. That's what I've been focusing on for about the past three to six months. We did the crypto um, just to kind of help the fam. Then they started asking about self-help. I've written you know, several books. And uh, so I started doing some self-help videos for the fame so they could start, you know, being more and doing more and making more money and things like that. Um, ethically, of course, just through like explaining to them different ways through books. Um, and then, of course, seeing what was happening with our country um, that that needed and especially with so many patriots being deplatformed, we had the ability to bring them on because um, we also have a TV show in 46 million households um, on business television. So we were introducing the world to, you know, other patriots when they were tuning in to learn about, you know, crypto or <laughs> learn about stocks or something like that. Where can, like we, that. Find, where can they, we find your radio station or your TV station? It's on business television. It's on uh, Comcast, AT&T, all those. You just type in biz TV. It, it changes depending on what, what network you're on. But B-I-Z TV? It's there three times. B-I-Z TV? Yeah, biz TV. 
All right, let me get Joe in here from uh, from his perspective, and you know, what's your thoughts? And do you you know, let me let me hear what you have to thought, think about this, and how can we we can get involved in this? Oh, I'm definitely super interested. Uh, you know, we've had me and uh, Abe have had discussions as well about this behind the scenes. I see a lot of questions out there, and and that's why Abe and I are trying to get you point you guys to the right direction as far as. Uh, his current or his uh, previous content, it, he literally explains everything um, in, in, a, in a common sense, easy way to follow. Um, but just a couple of quick uh, things. We, you were talking about the cold wallet uh, versus um, like the warm wa- wallet, right? And so uh, the cold wallet is more or less like a vault and your hot wallet is kind of like your bank card, right? Is that, an, is that a right way to explain that? Um, yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Um, a lot of people traditionally think of cold wallets or cold storage wallets as something like a treasure or something like a ledger. These are hardware devices. Um, what we did was to save people money uh, because those things cost money and they're always updating and you're having to delete the information off of it and update it. And it's, it's a real pain in the butt. So what we did was with Monarch, it's a decentralized wallet which means only you have the seed and the keys that basically the, the pin, right. To access your funds. Nobody else does. The device actually uh, generates that information. It doesn't come from a factory that knows your information that puts it on a device that then sells it to you that you have to trust. They destroyed. Interesting. All the, everything in Monarch is generated on the phone. So only you have access to it. So what you would do is you would send your funds to your Monarch wallet, say on an older Apple phone that you have or an older Android phone that you have, you would um, send the funds to it. And then you would just simply uh, put it in, turn the Wi-Fi off, put it in airplane mode, turn it off, you know, and put it in a vault or whatever you want with it, right? And your funds are on that phone and they're not being, there's, there's no interaction with the outside world to it. Uh, on your daily driver, like the phone that you use every day, you can download as many Monarch wallets as you want you would have your, your funds that you want to spend every day. And now I know people don't want to spend Bitcoin or Ethereum to buy their Starbucks, but you could use stable coins and stable tokens that are supposed to be pegged to $1 value. So you don't have to worry about it going up or down. You would spend it just like you would dirty fiat. So you would use, you know, your, the, the phone that you use every day, you wouldn't put all your money on it. You would just put whatever you're going to be using in, in crypto. Cause there's a lot of places now that are accepting cryptocurrencies. So it's uh, it's kind of like a two, it's like a two-step thing, right? So I would have one phone that I use every day, just a little bit of money on it. And then the phone that you have, you know, your life savings of Bitcoin on, you know, at somewhere, somewhere safe that nobody knows except maybe you and your wife or somebody you trust a lot. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of people, a lot of questions. And I think it's super important because um, as you said, there's been a big push recently and, and uh, I follow the news all day, every day. I see lots of news coming out about it. Lots of backers. Obviously I saw Musk come out and back it as well. And that, like you said, now that kind of makes me feel a little bit better too, honestly, as, as someone who is interested in this to know that there's that kind of backing as well. So I appreciate that. And a lot of people in chat as well are saying thank you for that explanation as well. Oh, anytime. And, you know, Joe, that, um, you know, Musk made more money in his one investment in Bitcoin than his entire company's, uh, all of Tesla for over the past, like what, 14 years. So in one week, he made more money with Bitcoin than he did (laughs) through making cars. 
Yeah. Wow. You know, that's the thing is, is a lot of us are missing out. <clears throat> a lot of us didn't really get a very good financial training uh, in, in high school and junior high. They, in fact, they purposely College. left it out of our curriculum. And so a lot of us are really ignorant when it comes to, um, you know, stocks and, and financial institutes and how that all works. The thing that really changed for Bitcoin is, is the institutional investors and the market movers started putting them into their funds. And once that happened, that, that basically set a firestorm off. Now, I'm seeing a lot of people who, who are on Bloomberg-style TVs, which every time I see a guest on Bloomberg, I, every single one of them is manipulating something. They're, they're not actually telling you what they actually think. They're telling you something to manipulate investors, and most of them are market movers and high-end investors, the Jamie Diamonds of the world, who every time he opens his freaking mouth on there, I just laugh because the, the, the hosts take him for his word, and they don't realize that they're manipulating the markets. But the thing is, is these guys all are the real, the real people who understand markets and macro economies Understand that market fundamentals are a freaking disaster right now. Corporate debt and debt in general is at an all-time high. And the way that that markets move money is going to change. There, there's no if if it's going to change. The way that money moves around the world is going to change. How this all happens, there's a lot of disinformation out there. There's a lot of people that think that we're no longer a corporation, that that, that President Trump put in uh, procedures in place. There's a lot of people talking about how the Fed's part of the Treasury now and that the Fed is basically uh, controlled by the Treasury and, and Trump put uh, uh, things in place to save us. There's a lot of hope porn out there is what I'm trying to say, Robert. And a lot of these things are not quite the way the narratives are being pushed by either crypto-style people or by the other side. There's a lot of... Of, of misinformation going around. What is your thoughts on the future of money transfers and how it plays in with the, the false reality that is the stock market right now? I'm just shocked. That I'm just waiting for a major crash. I, I, I believe in market fundamentals. I believe in tech, uh, technical moves. And I believe in, in price-to-earning ratios versus, and jobs over uh, talk about inflation. It's it's amazing to see the discussions that they're having out there. What is your thoughts on the future of of the transfer of money and how Ripple may be involved in that, as well as how that how that applies to corporate debt and the way that the market is is being manipulated by the Fed right now? Yeah, so a lot to unpack there, but you're you're right about uh, yeah all of it. So with um, I guess with with Fed or I guess with the Fed. Uh, we know that, you know, since 1913, it was, you know, brought into, I guess, in, into into life as uh, basically a private entity, uh, like you can read from uh, Dr. G. Edward Griffin and the creature from Jekyll Island. He breaks it down really, really well for people. And it's uh, basically you know, unconstitutional. And um, they manipulate the markets. Um, in my opinion, you know, they caused, you know, the, the, the great stock market crash that create pretty much every financial problem we have usually stems from them or the government. And usually yep. when they back out of things or the government backs out of things, you see the market correct and things start to go in the right direction. They get back involved and then you see it go in the wrong direction. Right now they've got a big problem because we have about an $82 trillion derivative debt, right? So unfunded liabilities, things like that. They like to talk about, you know, the 20, 30 trillion 
but it's really a lot more if you go to the debt calculator. It's about 82, 83 trillion. So this is unsustainable. There's going to be a, some kind of a effect here. There's going to be a reset of sorts where they, you know, basically revalue or all the different assets or create a new currency or some kind of forgiveness. I don't know exactly, but this is unsustainable. No, no country has ever been able to, to keep their currency without some kind of reset. Um, you know, if you look at India or anywhere else. Um, you know, you can, you can go back through history, you know, through Germany, China, all of them. But um, what's, what's interesting here is with, with cryptocurrency, we've seen China. So China in Asia, um, you know, I, I used to go over there and talk um, at some of the uh, crypto conferences in, in different parts of Asia. And one of the things that you'll notice right away is everybody over there is using their smartphone to pay for everything. They don't use any kind of paper money anymore, for the most part. It's mostly all using their phone. And so that gives the government uh, basically infinite possibilities of what they can do to manipulate money, right? So they could then, if they're controlling, say they moved to cryptocurrency like China has and is and is testing with Alibaba and a bunch of other a bunch of other huge corporations, it gives them the ability to control the chain, gives them the ability to know how much money you have in your wallet, where you spend it. If you have a bad social score, they can freeze your funds, they can take back your funds. That's where we're heading. So I've always said that cryptocurrency is either the greatest freedom for the people or the greatest enslaver of the people because this is gonna be digital money. It starts in China, it's been moving this way. People are getting excited about you know, some of these cryptocurrencies, which, which are great and don't have those capabilities. So it's gonna be very incumbent on people to understand which cryptos are good and which ones are bad and which are gonna be used in commerce. Um, as far as you know, people in Bloomberg and stuff like that, I noticed most of those people always have a hidden agenda to to pump something up or to you know sh help short something. They always seem to have some kind of agenda. And one of the things that I've learned about watching TV is it's, it's usually always wrong, especially when it comes to investments. I mean, all you have to do is go back and look at all the different all the different so-called reporters, right, that are pretending to be experts that don't know anything. They get a freaking paycheck, mm -hmm. you know, basically for just reading a script. Yep. And uh, it's not them that wrote it. Paid actors. You see that all the time. So whenever somebody's giving financial advice, always, always, always do your own research. Question who it is that's actually speaking it and seeing, and then see just using common sense. Do they benefit from what they're telling me? Like them telling me this is going to go up. Do they hold a bunch of it? And they're hoping it goes up so they can sell it. And then I'm left holding the bag. These are questions people need to, to, uh, to ask themselves because you're right. We didn't get this education in high school. We don't get it in college. It's reserved for like the elite to understand how this stuff works. So that's why I've read thousands of books to try to educate myself because I don't even have a high school diploma. <laughs> you know, I had to, I had to go get a job, not a PhD, right? <laughs> companies in the country. But, um, you know, it's through, it's through learning. You know what I mean? It's through doing my own research. It's, it's from self-education and through, you know, the grace of God and allowing things to come together just right. But yeah, be weary of people on Bloomberg. Um, crypto is definitely the future. Everything's going digital. It's just who is going to control the crypto and regulation is coming. So you're going to see it get, you're going to see uh, things get tighter and tighter and they're going to know more and more about what you're doing. And um, like with Ripple or XRP, their partnership with like MoneyGram and MoneyGram's partnership with Walmart, it shows use cases. But as you can see, um, the SEC is leery of something other than the dollar being used as currency. So the SEC has been investigating XRP and or Ripple 
Um, and now I believe there's a class action lawsuit even against uh, MoneyGram because MoneyGram is partnered with Ripple that's using the Ripple blockchain, which is using the XRP tokens, coins, for, for commerce. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of a messy environment right now. Typically what happens in these situations is the business has to change their business model a little bit, pay a fine, and then open their books to regulators on a more regular basis, so to speak. And so we're going to see how this all plays out. Um, God only knows how it will, but typically historically through past crypto investigations with the SEC, it usually ends up being a fine and a restructuring of the business's practices a little bit. So we'll just have to see how all that plays out with XRP. Very well said. I, I appreciate that. And and so those of you that are that are above average a little bit, you get what he's where he's going with that. And it's uh, you know, they're trying to, to shy people away from it while they're investing in it for a reason. Um, Staff Sergeant over there, uh, I saw you asking a couple questions in YouTube. What is crypto backed by and what is the. Uh, what is? How do you know what the best currency is? How do you know? I I wouldn't say I wouldn't answer the ask the question that way, uh, Staff Sergeant. I would say, how do you know that you're that that you're not putting money into a crypto that's going to be gone tomorrow? <laughs> so how, those two questions. How do you um? How do you how do you know that you're putting your money into something that that is um? Uh, not just because there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff happening out there. There's a there's a crypto that got started by a meme. I mean, there's 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 a lot of people playing around in the market right now because there are are people that don't know what the hell they're doing getting involved in it. How, what would you give it to advice to people about um, making sure that they don't put their money in a in a a, a garbage asset or you know a, a meme? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, first, real quick. Um, Lots of love and God bless you, Lee Worth and Blue Eighty Q. They're always hanging out with uh, hanging out with me on on uh, Pilled and Foxhole, and they're just got a bunch of love going out there. Love you back. Um, as far as investing, so this is never financial advice ever. Um, what I personally do, like if I'm going to invest in a cryptocurrency, there is nothing whatsoever behind most of the cryptocurrencies that you see on the charts. There's not like um, security tokens where there's assets like this token represents X amount of this building or X amount of this artwork. That stuff is coming. It's It's been out for a while, but it's not public yet. When you're looking at like the, the top 100 on say coin market cap, and you're looking at the charts and you're seeing like this crypto is this and it's worth that, you really have to understand what those, they're all businesses. Okay. So when you see a cryptocurrency, um, that's, that's a business. And you have to look to see who's behind it. You have to look to see what that team's track record is. Have they ever delivered anything in the past? Is their team, you th- do you think they're capable of delivering what it is they're promising on? These aren't, so it's just like a stock, essentially. You know, stock is a representation of that corporation or of that business. Crypto is basically the same thing. It's a representation of that business. A lot of people use it just to um, hype up the price so the owners can sell out. So you've, you've heard of uh, what are called pump and dumps. They do it in stocks. They do it in crypto. They'll have a big marketing push. You know, sometimes they'll use marketing companies and they'll push something up. So everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody starts buying into it. But the people on the inside, they have a price point. And once it hits that price point, they dump their bags and the entire crypto or stock goes way down, right? And so people are left holding the bags, which most of the time never, ever recover. Now, 
that happens. So you have to really know what it is that, um, that resonates with you when it comes to these cryptos, because you have to look at the crypto, you have to understand what problem they're trying to solve, if that's something near and dear to you, or if you just think it's going to go up in value and you set an exit point and it hits that and you sell it. So either it's got to resonate with you or you're just using it for speculation, but you got to look at the team. You got to look at their past deliveries, their performances, you know, who they are, stuff like that. So, because uh, they, they all could go to zero. When then, you, then you look at like Bitcoin, it has the most adoption. It's kind of like the Kleenex of tissue papers. Everybody knows you, know, you got tissue paper, but people just say Kleenex, right? And they're like, hey, you got a Kleenex? Well, Bitcoin is kind of like that cryptocurrency for, for everybody. Everybody kind of understands. Maybe they don't understand how it works, but they understand that's crypto. They may not understand, you know, what, who's all behind it or how it all works, but there's, they're like, there's enough people in it. I think that it might be okay. So people buy that. When it comes to all these other tokens, these other coins, you know, you really have to do your own research and be so careful. What you're, you're saying is, is you do a, not want to, you do not want to be a day trader of crypto and 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 just kind of throw some money around and hope for the best. What you what you need to do is do your due diligence and do your research and make sure you're an informed investor. This isn't something to be to just be playing around with and and think you're going to have a get rich scheme and everything's going to be just fine. There's a lot of people that think they can do that and there's a lot of people that have lost everything trying to do that. Um so that's really good advice. Uh, man, it's already 15 minutes to the top of the hour, and it just flies by with you, dude. I, I, we we got to have you back to do like a, a crypto 201 course. You cool with that? Anytime. Always here for the fam. I appreciate you, bro. Um, there's an article that I have up here um, uh, that I'm going to put up on the center screen. I'm just going to read uh, like two paragraphs to you real quick. Um, and I just want to hear hear your reaction, basically, of, uh, in, you know, tell me what your, comes to your mind. This is from Bloomberg this morning, a top news story uh, that came out while I was seeing what these meatheads were saying. I always love listening to them because you can you can learn a lot about what they're by what they're saying. Um, if you see through what they're saying anyway, Bitcoin storm brewing over uh, Trump's anti money laundering push. I had to read that twice because I thought they they like misspoke and we're supposed to put Biden in there. I was like, well, wait a minute. Is Bloomberg trying to tell me that Trump's actually our president? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The Biden administration will soon have to settle a Bitcoin fight. It didn't even start. And its decision could have far-reaching implications for the virtual currency industry. The battle concerns last-minute rules proposed by the outgoing Trump administration that would create new requirements for financial services firms to record the identities of cryptocurrency holders. The measures are meant to, to smooth their attempts to smother attempts to use Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies for money laundering or to finance illegal activities. If adopted, they could use cryptocurrency prices to plummet. They could cause crypto, cryptocurrency prices to plummet, according to some analysts. Heavyweights from both K Street, Wall Street uh, have mobilized against the rule, including the Chamber of Commerce, mutual fund giant Fidelity, Venture Capital, Union Square's investors, crypto players like Wickelvoss Twins, uh, Coinbase and Blockchain are also fighting the measures. So that gives you an idea that they don't think it's a good idea. After Trump lost the election, the Treasury Department raced to issue the new rules, which fell under its Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. The move generated thousands of negative comments and drew a threat of a lawsuit by crypto trade group, prompting a last-minute reprieve that pushed the final decision to the Biden administration and, yeah, Janet Yellen, which, um, according to uh, those that believe in the giant reset coming, if Janet Yellen is the head of the Treasury, then your idea is that she's the head of the Fed. That's not a good thing. The proposal threatens what some view as Bitcoin's strongest feature, the ability to send money without the government watching. 
when I did my tax return last week, Robert, I was asked on the on my uh, exit exam uh, for my left nutsack, my second child, and if I had anything to do with cryptocurrency. <laughs> what is going on with is this? Uh, first of all, just what's going on with that with this discussion with with Janet Yellen and the rest. Second of all, is cryptocurrency taxable, and why does the IRS want to know what the hell I'm doing with my cryptocurrency? Well, it's very simple. They don't want peasants making king's money. So they want to know everything about you, as you already know. Um, with with cryptocurrency, it is taxable. It's just like stocks for the most part. Um, it's when you when you cash out, if you have gains, you're going to have to pay you know the tax on those gains, depending on what state you live in, and of course. Um, you know, how long you've held them, all that kind of stuff, whether it's short-term gains, long-term gains, um, all that stuff is, um, you know, left left best to accountants. But yes, it is taxable. They want to know everything that you're doing in cryptocurrency because they don't want to miss out on any taxable income. With the money laundering side of things, that's why they've been introducing KYC, which is know your customer. Before, it was just kind of like the wild, wild west. You could just jump into cryptocurrency. You didn't have to give them any information. You could be anonymous when you buy and sell. Those were the good old days. <laughs> now, now yeah. you, they pretty much have to know your name, your address, your phone number, uh, social security number, picture of your front and back of your driver's license, uh, picture of your passport, a utility bill. They want all this information. Uh, because they want to ensure that you're not a money launderer. They want to make sure you're not some bad actor from North Korea or Iran or something like that using cryptocurrencies for nefarious activities. For so a reason, because there's been no shortage of nefarious actors using crypto for nefarious activities. Well, I, I would argue that it's the U.S. dollar that's used the most out of anything. Valid. Like valid. I will, I will say that, that China and North Korea and and uh, um, Iran have used uh, crypto in, in very nefarious ways. But I get your point. Go ahead. Yeah. And so with a lot of people, there's this huge misconception thinking that using Bitcoin is it's anonymous. Well, it's not. It's transparent to the entire world. If I know your wallet address, I can see exactly how much Bitcoin you have, where you've sent it, who sent it to you. I can track all of it. And depending on where you did it, you know, the government can ping different uh, you know towers and figure out exact your exact location. They have all kinds of different ways of, of checking with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, uh, blockchains. There's there's some that are called privacy tokens and privacy coins that kind of get around some of that stuff. But that's what people would be using for nefarious activity. They, If they had a brain, they would be using the dollar or they'd be using something like a, a privacy token. They wouldn't be using Bitcoin because it, it's very transparent. That was one of Satoshi's, you know, primary goals of, of, of Bitcoin was yeah. to create this immutable, transparent blockchain that anybody can see what's there and um you know and not be able to change it not be able to but obviously that's for another discussion if you can change it and all the other stuff that he wanted to have happen did it happen and i can bring i can do that on 201 if you want one, yeah one quick thing uh capital gains it, uh is what you're basically paying if you make if if you keep your money in crypto and you haven't taken a a, a cash capital gains from that is that it's only taxable if you take capital gains from it is that correct now i'm i'm not a, a cpa or any of that kind of stuff and i would recommend you talk to an accounting <laughs> professional but to the best of my knowledge if you leave it in the crypto if you say you bought it you know back in 2011 and you never sold it you don't get taxed until you sell it 
to the best of my knowledge. That's the way I understand gotcha. it too. But you're right. You should you should double check with your uh, with a certified tax account before you take advice from Abe or crypto crypto Beatles. Uh, it's been fun, man. It's um, you know, I, I really wanted to get involved. What do you tell to somebody like like me who ha- who barely has a hundred bucks to his name but wants to get involved in it? And I feel like if 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 uh, if Bitcoin's a uh, fifty thousand dollars right now, what good am I going to do by putting a hundred bucks in it? What do you say to, to somebody who says something like that? Sure. Well, remember, there's only supposedly there's only ever going to be twenty one million Bitcoin, and that doesn't happen until the year twenty one forty. All right. So right now, people argue there's somewhere between 12 to 16 million Bitcoin in existence. So there's not enough Bitcoin for all the millionaires in the world to own just one. There's not enough Bitcoin for the population to own just, you know, I mean, you can't even, the state of California couldn't, every person couldn't even have own a Bitcoin. But what you do is you buy Satoshis. It's Satoshis, there's 100 million Satoshis in every single Bitcoin. So think of it as like, I don't know, like pennies to a dollar. You know, there's a hundred pennies to a dollar. Well, there's a hundred million Satoshis to a uh, Bitcoin. So people in the crypto space, they call it stacking sats. So sats short for Satoshis, stacking sats. So you, you dollar cost average in, and again, this is never financial advice, but in theory, you would dollar cost average in. And then once you get to, you know, like maybe it's been years that you've just been putting a hundred bucks a month in or something like that. At some point, you're going to end up with the full Bitcoin. That's, that's the idea behind that. So you don't, you're not thinking I got 50 bucks. Uh, what good is that? You know, against a $50,000, you know, coin, you're thinking what's, how many Satoshis am I going to get for that 50 bucks? And how many Satoshis do I need before I end up at that Bitcoin that I eventually want to get to that, that type of mentality. Perfect. That, that is exactly what um, a lot of people have, I have heard from people and that, that's what they needed to hear. Finally, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, you touched on it. Um, I'm a little worried about Walmart getting involved with Ribbit Capital and uh, this this guy named uh, Meyer Mickey Malka. Um, I don't know too much about him. I don't really know anything about him. I did a quick dig on him. Um, I'm trying to figure out, you know, who who kind of this guy is. He he. But what he says is this: Malka's take on cryptocurrency and blockchain is that it was early when Ribbit started investing in 2012, and it still is. As Ribbit focuses on, quote, how and what makes financial services better and more accessible, he adds, these technology platforms can accomplish that over the next decade. There will be very few winners and many losers that will never change. That's a very positive outlook on the future of crypto. My concern is, is Walmart's affiliation with China and China's move towards uh, maybe possibly ch- changing to a one-world currency and maybe reducing their dual currency setup and changing the way that they do things, which may leverage China's uh, uh, market uh, over the over the market and over the financial markets and cause a problem over here. What's your thoughts on, in general, Walmart getting involved with Ribbit and uh, China's involvement into it, a push for a one-world currency as a leverage over the United States? Yeah. Yeah, there's, you know, a a lot there, right? So we can see that, obviously, with China, so in bed with our selected leaders, and different industries here in the United States, that is something that we obviously have to be cognizant of, for sure, because that that could happen. We know that crypto is going to be used in the future. It's being used now for commerce. They'll be using things called stable coins and stable tokens, not the like cryptos that are like stocks, right? So you know that that's coming. Um, one of the things too that 
that is very right in that article is just like in the early days of the internet, there was a ton of tech companies that were in the stock market, yet only a handful survived. You know what I mean? You've got your Facebooks and your Amazons and, mm-hmm. you know, Googles and things like that. But for all of those, how many losers were there? It is the exact same thing in cryptocurrency. I've always said that about 95% of these projects are just going to go the way of the dodo because they're all competing for basically the same chair. You know what I mean? And so how many, how many companies can you have sitting in the same place? I understand competition is great, for consumers, Rockefeller would say competition is sin, but I agree that competition is great for consumers. But how many of these Googles can you really have, right? How many of these Facebooks can you really have? How many Twitters can you really have? They, they serve kind of like different little things. And it's the same thing in crypto. It's going to get to that point one day. What day it is, I, I, I don't know. I think that there's still, uh, we're still in the speculation stage. Um, and nobody's really delivered any technology that really benefits the world through blockchain. Everybody's just promising stuff in the future. The stuff that really works today in blockchain is called speculation. So we know we're going the way of cryptocurrency. We know that's going to be used in daily commerce. We have to be very aware of what cryptocurrencies we're using, we're holding, uh, where we get our advice from, you know, that all that type of stuff. And um, again, I, I think 95% of it does go to zero, just like we saw in high-tech stocks. Good stuff, man. Um, question from Shad, is there a minimum amount? No, there's not really a minimum amount. You just kind of can get started with, uh, I would assume, pretty much anything. Is that is that wrong, Robert? Yeah, so like on um, on the Monarch Wallet, for instance, we have third-party services, so that way we never touch your crypto at all. Um, you can get involved, I think, um, on the bank account side of things for like as little as $5. On the credit card, I believe it's like $50. So it allows you to buy different currencies. We turned off the ability to buy XRP because they're having issues with the SEC. You can buy some of the basic cryptos, um, you know, through Monarch, uh, through our partners, that is. And then you can go to places like uh, Coinbase. You know, they have, uh, it's a centralized service, though, so you have to be aware that they're holding your crypto. So just think about what that means. Or Monarch, you hold your own crypto. But Coinbase is, um, has other cryptos you can buy. There's places like Binance that you can buy different cryptos from. But again, I really recommend you just do your research before you just start day trading because 95 to 99% of those traders end up at zero. They end up losing money. So the people that typically win are the ones that believe in something or buy something they believe in, and they hold it for a long duration of time. Those are the people that typically win, and those are the people that are always hated on by the day traders. They're like, man, if I had just held on to Bitcoin. You know? so. <laughs> well, I feel that. I feel that because I could be, I could be um, having a much more uh, fun in a, in a much bigger house and not worrying about finances if I had taken my own advice. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it, it's that opportunity to get involved when you have that chance. And so for you, it, it, it's uh, play it like the market. You know, look for the drops, buy the dips. Uh, try to get involved when you can. Start small and and uh, you know build upon it uh, as soon as you can. The best thing you can do though is go to CryptoBeatles.com, check out all of his links, go to the website and just just spread it to friends, family, anybody out there. Just say, look, check these guys out. These these are patriots who just are trying to make it easier for people to get involved in this. And as long as you're doing your research. Uh, you know, I think I think we'll we'll continue to try to bring this kind of perspective to you. I want to get Joe in here as we are already at the top of the hour, bro, and I got to get on the road to head to your place. Uh, man, it just what a great conversation. I know everybody's like, is is Joe going to say no? I don't want to talk because the conversation was great. 
I was following along with chat. People were asking questions. You guys were knocking them out as you were answering them. So that's why I didn't want to uh, interrupt or interject anything, but uh, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. And I'm just so glad to have you here to, to kind of reinforce uh, like a lot of people are like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that we just, that's exactly why we wanted you here, man. It's just kind of get people's thoughts uh, rolling on this situation everything that you've done uh, behind the scenes and everything that you continue to do is worth a follow worth a watch. I watched your show the other day. Was it last night? Actually, you had a show um, or was it the other night with a gentleman on as well? And you were discussing other things as well. So make sure you follow him because he does great work and it's not just about, uh, you know, the, the crypto side of it. He does great work all the way around, so thank you for being here. Uh, everybody out in chat, thank you so much. Um, everybody, just great feedback. I've uh, been watching you guys on Foxhole. I've been watching you guys on DLive. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Abe coming to my house this weekend, and we're going to knock this uh, command center out. And I look forward to bringing it to you guys. You never know. We might jump on uh, at any time since he's going to be here. We're, I know I'm going to want to test the system out. So uh, stay tuned, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you all soon. Robert, thanks for joining us here today. Um, I w- we will do everything we can to, to uh, help support your ventures because you are going out of your way to help support us. And so from our community, once again, for those of you that may have missed that from the bottom of my heart, brother, thank you for for standing up for America, for standing up for humanity, and thank you for the fight that you have been in. God bless you, brother. We're going to have you back, and we'll talk some more about this. We'll get your guys' calls next time, so uh, we'll we'll let, we'll line that up in the next month or so. Uh, I know Crypto Beetle, I know uh, Robert, you're, you're, you're an extremely busy man. You have a lot going on behind the scenes, and you have a lot of fingers in a lot of different pots. I appreciate you big time, brother. Uh, any last thoughts on, on uh, where people can uh, access your information or, uh, or find you? Yeah, sure. So, you know, love you, love you both back. You know, God bless you both. And love, I see a ton of fam out there in the chat. Love you all. God bless you. Um, we go live in three hours. Actually, we have a show. We do shows on Wednesdays at six, Fridays at six and Sundays at 1 p.m. All Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so we actually go live in three hours. And yeah, I don't talk about crypto pretty much at all anymore. Um, today, we're talking about what the hell's wrong with the media, right? And how do we solve it? How do we fix it? Plus some some life hacks to help people a little bit. So that's at six o'clock today. Um, I mean, it's super easy to find just cryptobeetles.com. Uh, all my links are up there. Um, Gab is my preferred method now. Um, but yeah, cryptobeetles.com. If you want a free book, just click the uh, the email list right there and you can get an ebook right then and there and start learning about uh, the basics of blockchain and, and literally the next couple of seconds if you want. Beautiful. Love it. And for those of you that, um, you know, that are, have been uh, loyal uncensored a followers, I have delayed on this topic because I wanted to make sure that it's, it's a wise move and that you're starting to see, um, the, the right people back it in the, in the future, because I don't want to, I don't want to give anyone exposure to something where it could be a bad thing we're at a point right now where you need to watch the market very closely Look for dips, look for spots where you can buy, and try to get involved in some way or possible. There's going to be some major volatility coming up in the next year or two, so just be careful. Don't do your research and tune in to Robert Beatles, and you'll get a little bit of inside information about what's going on in the world and the people that he's listening to. Much love. God bless you all. We will see you guys this weekend sometime. 
over at my bro Joe's house at the at the the Southern White House studio. We'll call it that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, much, much love, love everyone. God bless you. God, God bless, bless you all. You. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.